Hey there! Welcome to another episode of Cash Clarity. I'm your host, Abby Nerderman, and I am thrilled that you're listening today because bookkeeping is key to business success. And unfortunately, it's common for business owners to avoid it and ignore it, especially early in the entrepreneur journey when bootstrapping is the name of the game. I may sound a little different to you on this episode. I have been fighting the worst cold in the history of all colds, and it's given me a terrible sore throat, and I'm on the mend and finally feeling better and able to record, but I can still tell that my voice is a little bit scratchy and raspy, but I'm feeling okay, so I'm going to go ahead and go for the recording today. Thanks for bearing with me. I chose today's topic because I know not knowing how to start bookkeeping tends to be paralyzing, especially for our more creative and visionary type entrepreneur friends. I know, especially for me, we like to be in control of our business and especially money. We don't want to stress out about our balance in the bank account and we want to be celebrating when we check that balance. The reason why we need to stay on top of our bookkeeping is it keeps us organized. When things get unorganized, it sows chaos. And when there's chaos in our life, we get stressed out. Am I right? I I know I don't need to remind you of all the bad side effects that stress can cause. Now, you may be thinking, I don't want to start my bookkeeping because I'm not a numbers person or I just I don't know where to start. And it might feel like doing anything else would be better, including cleaning the bathroom. I know for myself, I tend to do more chores when there is something I am secretly trying to avoid. Bookkeeping shouldn't cause you to lose sleep and keep you up at night. It it shouldn't be stressful and it shouldn't be scary. For example, I just finished a rescue job for a client. They've never had any help from a professional bookkeeper before. And once I presented their 2019 financials to them, we found about $1,000 worth of expenses that they don't need to spend money on this year, which more than covered my fee. The good news is, is you don't have to hire me to find that kind of savings. You, you just got to get started on your books and do the work. So I have three steps for you to take to get started. The first being mastering your mindset. If mindset is the real problem for you, it might be that you have a fear that bookkeeping will be hard or that you might not be good at it. And to tell you the truth, fear is not a bad thing. It's actually key to our survival. That's how we survived, you know, hundreds of millions of years or however long we've been here. And this is why we run from lions and we stay back from the edge of a cliff. Fear helps us recognize when we're in danger and keeps us alive. Unfortunately, it can kind of be a dream killer. When we experience fear nowadays, um, it might be because we're making a big change in our life or we're experiencing rapid growth. And if you are a business owner or an entrepreneur, then this is pretty much the name of the game. Now, I know you've heard me talk about her on the podcast before, but one of my very favorite influencers is Marie Forleo. And she says that fear is not the enemy. Waiting to stop feeling afraid is. Clarity comes from action, not thought. So let's take a page out of Marie's book. 
And she does have a book, by the way. It's called Everything is Figureoutable. It's amazing, and I highly recommend it. I have talked about it on the podcast before. I will leave a link in the show notes to that book if you're interested in reading it. But anyway, let's take a page from Marie Forleo and take some action. Action is going to be the antidote of fear. If you're afraid that not being a numbers person will hold you back in your business, then let that be a guide for you. Let it be inspiration. Let fear be your friend and motivate you to learn and grow and become a better person and a better business owner. Now, I know it's not enough to just tell you that action is the cure. So I have a mindset exercise for you. The first step of this exercise is to imagine your worst case scenario. Imagine that you are a total failure and humiliation at the books. Your bookkeeping is a problem and it becomes a cash flow nightmare. You can never figure out why you barely keep your bank balance above zero. You're always getting late fees and penalties. It's extremely hard to maintain vendor and referral partnerships. Clients stop coming back and you're always on the hunt for new prospects. And on top of it all, and on top of it all you have racked up thousands in credit card debt. Sounds pretty terrible, right? So once you've imagined your worst case scenario, I want you to go a step further and imagine the worst, worst scenario. So what if your worst scenario, worst case scenario does come true? What would the worst scenario after that be then? Maybe you lose all of your clients, no one will hire you anymore, you have to throw in the towel and close doors, maybe even declare bankruptcy. The worst, worst case scenario would be being broke and feeling ashamed of being a total failure. Now that you've imagined your worst, worst case scenario, then I want you to ask yourself, if that really were to happen, what would your recovery plan be? Maybe you would pursue a new market area. Maybe that means having to move or go to a different side of town. Or maybe you need to come up with some new services or products. Or maybe you just need to sell all your stuff to keep going, to generate a little bit of extra capital and put it in the business. Or maybe it means taking on a business partner that can bail you out. Maybe they've got some deep pockets and they've got some smarts and they can help you out. And then ask yourself, could you live with that? If you had to do those things and really hustle and bust your tail to recover, could you live that with that? I, you probably could. So now that you've imagined the worst, worst case scenario and you've thought of a recovery plan for that worst, worst case scenario, I want you to flip the script and imagine your best case scenario. So you start your bookkeeping, you start to feel more organized than you've ever been, you feel proud of yourself for learning a new skill, you feel fulfillment around being a successful entrepreneur, you have the ability to take care of yourself and your family, you start seeing more money in your bank account than you've ever had before, and you have a chance to work with people you admire and give to causes you care about. That would be the best case scenario. That would be amazing. And you would never have the chance to fulfill your best case scenario if you never start. Now, if you're afraid that doing the bookkeeping yourself will be really, really hard, I've got some good news for you. It's not. Anybody can be a bookkeeper. 
Bookkeeping is definitely a skill that can be learned. So you need to ignore the voice in your head that says, I don't feel like it, I'll start tomorrow, I'm too tired, or I don't want to, and just get started. Start before you're ready. You're never going to feel ready. Confidence comes from taking action. Will mistakes be made? Yeah, yeah, they probably will be made. The goal is to learn from those mistakes and improve yourself and develop those skills into something that can be used and built upon. A few months ago, I was lucky enough to get to go to a live event. And at that live event, there was a gal named Rachel Hollis that got to speak. And if you're not familiar with Rachel, she's an incredibly successful entrepreneur. She's, I'm sure, making millions of dollars. She's written two best-selling books. Um, and she's got an incredibly successful podcast and blog. And she's got a lot of stuff going on. I know she's got some products out there. But she's tremendously, tremendously successful. Anyway, so... I'm at this event and Rachel Hollis is speaking and she had a very, very good presentation or, or speech. She took some time to talk about questions that she often gets from other entrepreneurs or, or business owners and they tend to ask her about how did she get to be so successful? How did she get to where she is? Like, what did she do? Like, what are the skills that she needed to learn? And, and how did she just get through all the stuff that comes with being a business owner? And she said a lot of really great things, but the thing, the thing that really stuck out to me about her answer was she said, hard is the price of admission. That's just the name of the game. You're always going to feel a little bit uncomfortable when you're growing. And when you're a business owner, you're always growing. You're always facing something new. There's always a new problem that you have to tackle. So today, bookkeeping for you might be hard. It might be that hard thing. But then once you master that skill and move past it, there's going to be something new that you need to learn. There's always going to be something that's hard. So basically, Rachel said, even though... She's mastered many, many things in her business. They were all at one time hard, but every day is still a new battle and every day is still hard. That's what we sign up for when we're an entrepreneur. And I found that very inspiring and very relatable because I I have definitely been doing lots of new things in the last year and a lot of it is hard. I found that each thing I try and each thing that I, I learn and, and take action on, I get a little bit better at it and I build a little confidence and it doesn't get so hard. And then there's something new that I need to learn and master and it, the cycle goes on. So maybe this is you and maybe the skill at hand is bookkeeping. And I'm here to tell you that you can do it. Bookkeeping can be learned and it's a skill that you can be mastered. And in fact, I recommend that everybody tries to do their bookkeeping when they start out. It's something that you need to learn. And once you've got a good understanding of it, it will take you far beyond where you want to go. You'll be able to learn so much and you'll 
be able to understand what your financials are and what reports to be looking at. And you really have that mastery and that understanding when you're ready to have someone come in and help you with it. So that was the first step. First step is mastering your mindset around bookkeeping. The second step is to get organized. So if you're not already, you need to separate your business and personal spending. Make sure you're using separate bank accounts for each your your business and for your personal spending. And that goes for credit cards too if you're a credit card user. And on top of that, if you're a serial entrepreneur and you're opening more than one business, make sure you have a bank account for each business and each entity that you set up. Once you have different bank accounts, I want you to designate a place to save your money records. So any receipts, any invoices, any sales records that you send out to clients or customers, make sure you have a place to save that, whether that's in a file cabinet in your office or on the cloud, just make sure you have a place to save it. All right, so once you designate that spot where you're gonna save your stuff, then the next thing you need to do is make a list of all of your income and expense categories. You know, maybe you're earning revenue from from services. Maybe you're earning revenue from products. Maybe you want to kind of differentiate uh, between different product lines or revenue streams. And for expenses, that might be like advertising. You might have a lot of advertising expenses or you might have a lot of software expenses. It'd be good to have um, a category listed out for insurance. Everybody has insurance. But you get the idea. Make a list of all the common expenses that you would see for your business. Uh, And once you have this list put together, this is going to be a good start to creating a solid file system for yourself. And if you need a little bit of help and, and guidance on that, I I suggest you go back and check out episode number one, how to organize your money files. I do offer a really great freebie in that episode on how I organize my money files. I will be sure to leave a link to that in the show notes at goldenratiobookkeeping.com forward slash zero one two. And then the last thing in the organized step is to commit to a routine. And if you're brand new getting started, I suggest starting with 30 minutes every week to enter your data into your accounting and to spend time organizing your files, whether that's they come in through email or if you just got a lot of paper receipts that you need to store away. Okay, and then that brings us to our final step step, step number three, and that is to systemize. So once you have a your mindset in a good place and you've completely organized how you're going to do your bookkeeping, then you need to come up with a system. And the first step in your system is to choose a software for basic accounting. I don't ever really recommend using a spreadsheet. I know that's a lot where a lot of people start. Um, But there's just so much that can go wrong in a spreadsheet. Um, You can enter a number wrong somewhere. Your formulas can get messed up. Errors can happen. So I always suggest using a software, even if it's a really cheap or free software, it's a place to get started. And then once you have that software, decide how you're going to be accepting money. Do you need to use some kind of merchant service system? Do you need to have an online 
sales page? Are you just going to be collecting cash and checks? Um, you need to decide how, how that money is going to come in and how you're going to accept it. And then once you know how you're going to accept money, you need to define a process around how you're going to collect outstanding money that's owed to you. So if you're invoicing and you're not collecting money on the spot, how are you going to deal with clients that are late sending their money to you? You need to develop a process around that. When are you going to send them to reminders? At one point, are you going to write it off as a bad debt, et cetera, et cetera. Then once you've kind of thought through all of the money in related items, then you need to switch gears and think about money going out. Once you start approaching your expenses, I suggest that you set up as many things on reoccurring as you can. So um, I know a lot of the softwares out there are real easy. Um, they're, they're all kind of recurring by nature. Um, if you're working with a service provider on a regular basis, maybe working out some kind of auto payment plan to get as much things on autopilot as possible so that way it kind of removes you from the process and removes that chance for human error and for any, for any late fees to occur. And then you want to schedule time on your calendar for those non-recurring bills. And I usually suggest starting with twice a month. So maybe you sit down and pay bills on the first of the month and the 15th of the month, something like that. For me, myself, I, I sit down and, and pay bills every time I sit down and do payroll, which is every two weeks for, for my business. So, But yeah, doing a, a semi-monthly or bi-weekly routine of paying bills usually keeps you on top of anything and will keep you from incurring any kind of late fees. And then the next thing you th need to think about, especially if you have a team, is to decide who has authority to make payments and create a bill pay approval process. Uh, so if, if there is more than one person in your business able to make payments, um, you have a clear approval process on what's getting paid. That way, you know, they're not off spending money on things that you don't need for your business. And then you also needed to find a clear reimbursement policy for your business. If you have employees or teammates that are going out and making purchases and maybe they don't have a company way to use company money and they need to spend their own money how are you going to reimburse them for that are you going to include it in their next payroll are you going to collect receipts from them which I recommend you definitely do um, things of that nature all right so that's it that's the three steps step one was mastering your mindset step two is getting organized and then step three is systemizing your accounting process at the end of the day i i just want you to take some action whether it's step number one with mastering your mind step or maybe you're ready to step into uh step number two i want to challenge you to to do that sometime in the next week put it on your calendar now and make those key book bookkeeping decisions by not taking action, you'll stay stuck and you'll stay in a place of procrastination and procrastination is just another name for fear. And instead, if you do take action, you'll start to build confidence and you'll grow into that successful entrepreneur that I know you are. So now that we're at the end of the episode, you should have the motivation and the encouragement to start doing your bookkeeping yourself. And I really do hope you come back next week for next episode because 
I'm going to be talking about how to set an achievable revenue goal. So I'm going to be combining two of my very favorite things to talk about, which is money and goal setting. So I will see you again next week. Thank you so much for listening. And if you liked this episode, please subscribe to the show where you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to be featured in a listener shout out in a future Cash Clarity episode, please leave a review on iTunes. Until next time.